Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Happy Radhashtami, everyone. <clears throat> Today's the day we're allowed to say, Radhe, Radhe. <clears throat> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's see. Um, First, I want to uh, confess my feelings of trepidation. Um, you know this word, trepidation? Uh, uh. Oh, translation into German and Russian. Do we have arrangements? Uh, who? <laughs> Huh? It's gonna. Oh, what? What happens when you get an uh, a, a garland offered and then taken off? Gorgation from what happens? Doesn't sound very auspicious. It's, yeah, again and again. Yes, no problem. <laughs> yes. Trepidate. Okay, we need translation uh, into. Übersetzung in deutsche Sprache. Das gibt's hier hinten bei, na, wie heißt der nochmal? Vedasara. natürlich. Der Essenz der Veden. Um, so, oh, und auch hier hinten. Okay, Linda, Linda macht Übersetzung. Russisch. I can't even ask the question in Russian. Uh, okay. Amir, Amir Mataji. He's sitting in the back. Okay, in the back yeah. for no, Russia. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Very good, okay. Yes, I always feel... Um, when I'm asked to speak on this particular occasion of Radhastmi, I feel some trepidation um, because it's uh, a very special topic, because it's um, a very special personality whom we want to glorify. And I feel quite um, mm, inadequate to the task, um, my inadequacy is uh, real. <laughs> it's not just being humble. Uh, and uh, so we're going to try to make up for my inadequacy as best we can, uh, with the help of Shastra, of course, uh, and also with all of your help, and especially with our senior Vaishnavas and Vaishnavis. Uh, so uh, in this way we may... Mm. we may, in some small way, uh, bring proper, appropriate uh, glorification of, yes, Shimati Radha Rani, the Queen, Queen Radha. Um, I'd also like to, before we proceed with uh, this discussion, I want to take the opportunity to express my 
gratitude for, first of all, all of you coming, uh, some of you from as far away as Hong Kong. Hare Krishna. Where is, where is Sitarani? Hawaii. Hey, which one is further, right? <laughs> Depends. Hawaii's further. Okay. Yes, Hawaii. Anyway, they're, they're far away. Yeah. But it took 24 hours. How many hours did it take you to get here? Days. Oh, but you took your time. You were a tourist on the way. Anyway, yeah, and from all the places you have come. But also to express my thanks and gratitude, appreciation uh, for all of you who are doing so much service to make this festival possible. Um, many of you are, you know, very much in the background, uh, but you are the unsung heroes and heroines. Heroines? Hero. Female heroes. <clears throat> yeah, making all these wonderful arrangements. Uh, so I, I know that uh, Srila Prabhupada is very pleased with all of this service. And we'll, I'm sure we'll be all discussing this more tomorrow especially, um, but it's really heartwarming to me. <laughs> uh, 40 years ago, right? Um, actually, before 40 years ago. Uh, 43 years ago. Sachinandan Swami and, uh, and uh, Ashok Kumar found this farm. And... Uh, we could say the rest is history, <laughs> but we'll hear more of that history and we will also read, uh, I think tomorrow is going to be the release of the book. We can read uh, about that history. So, and, and my point is that it's an ongoing story. It's ongoing. And this is what is so nice, so nice. Um, Okay, so enough of my ram rambling on this subject. Uh, I wanted, but there's something more I wanted to do before we start. Sorry. Um, I wanted to test you. I want to test to see who remembers from yesterday's morning lecture from His Holiness Sachinandan Swami Maharaj. He presented a problem and a solution. Am I right? <laughs> a problem and a solution. So, question number one. What is or was? Maybe there's no longer a problem. Maybe we solved it since yesterday. But what was the problem? problem uh, is the people in general are not interested in uh, spiritual life. Aha, uh -huh, so we don't have a problem. <laughs> Anyone else? Why do you not microphone? 
yeah, the problem is that in spite of chanting and chanting and chanting, we don't seem to get to the transcendental platform. Hmm, okay, that's, that's a problem. Anyone else want to add to this? You want to make more problems at Kanti Mataji, is that what? <laughs> uh, the cause of the persistence of this problem, uh, the criticizing of devotees. There was a story to illustrate this, wasn't there? Uh, something about Kitchri and a king and a, an eagle and a snake and Yamaraj and Chitragupta and and an old woman. Yes. <clears throat> Why this discrimination against old women? That's what I want to know. <laughs> We could revise the story and say it was um, a young brahmachari who was, you know, a little proud, huh? How's that? Now the ladies feel a little better. Oh, Hare Krishna. Okay. Uh, and what was this? Well, wait, before we get to the solution, um, or leading into the solution was a very interesting uh, contrast in the Mahabharata. What was the contrast? I know it was, I know that was yesterday morning. I know it was a long time ago. Ah, yes, Ipek. Uh, I guess the contrast was um, between Duryodhana and Arjuna. Mm. Um, in what respect? What was um, Kishore Kishore? Mm. Yes, the way they responded uh, to Krishna revealing his universal form. Very good. Okay. Uh, and, of course, it's Arjuna whose response is so, um, how to say, he was completely overwhelmed in a positive way. <laughs> Whereas Duryodhana was, he was dismissing, dismissive. He was dismissive. Ah, you're making some magic. I can also do magic. What was the solution to the problem? Yes, possibly. Uh, repetition. Repetition. Repetition of Om Namah Shivaya. Someone raised your hand here. Yeah. Repetitive chanting. Om Namah Shivaya. Oh, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 
Rama Rama Hare Hare. And this leads us into today's topic. Hare Krishna mantra is great. It leads into everything that we want to say, and it concludes everything we want to say, isn't it? We have the verse here. Okay, let's read uh, together. Uh, the mm, context of this, let, let me explain, um, is we're speaking, the subject is Shimati Radharani, because today is her appearance day. She appears uh, 15 days after, uh, after Krishna, baby Krishna appears, then baby Radha appears. Um, and um, so the, the idea of uh, Radharani's appearance is, is what we want to reflect on, but um, I don't want to just tell the story of Radharani's, you know, when she was a baby and she was born blind and so on. That, that's an amazing story, but I'm not going to go there. I want to reflect on the appearance, the gradual appearance of Radharani in Shastra. Gradual, yeah, basically gradual appearance of Radharani in Shastra. And so the natural place to start, we may want to say, is this verse, which many of you will be familiar with, in which the name Radha is alluded to, but not spoken. Um, the allusion, though, is actually a double allusion, uh, and we can maybe get to that. So let's chant this together. Anaya radito nunam. Anaya radito nunam. Bhagavan Haridishvara. Bhagavan Haridishvara. Yanno Vihaya Govinda. Yanno Vihaya Govinda. Prito Yam Anayatraha. Prito Yam Anayatraha. Anaya, by her, Aradita, perfectly worshipped, Nunam, certainly, Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Harihi, Lord Krishna, Ishvara, the Supreme Controller, Yet, in as much as, naha, us, vihaya, rejecting, Govinda, Lord Govinda, Prita, pleased, yam, whom, anayat, led. Raha, Raha to a secluded place. 
translation and purport by the followers of His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki. Translation, certainly this particular gopi has perfectly worshipped the all-powerful personality of Godhead Govinda since he was so pleased with her that he abandoned the rest of us and brought her to a secluded place. The gopis collectively are speaking and they are searching for Krishna. They are searching and they are becoming detectives as they find signs of Krishna's presence. Purport. Srila <clears throat> Vishwanath Chakravarti explains that the word Aradita refers to Srimati Radharani. He comments, the sage Shukadev Goswami has tried with all endeavor to keep her name hidden, but, but now it automatically shines forth from the moon of his mouth. That he has spoken her name is indeed her mercy. And thus the word Aradita is like the rumbling of a kettle drum sounded to announce her great good fortune. So that means this verse is like the rumbling of a kettle drum sounding the announcement of her. Shimati Radharani's great good fortune. Uh, the purport continues, although the gopis spoke as if jealous of Shimati Radharani, they were actually ecstatic to see that she had captured Sri Krishna. Hmm, interesting. I would have thought just reading the verse, oh, the, the gopis are little jealous. I would have thought that. <laughs> but uh, we are corrected that Actually, this is not the case. They were happy. Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti quotes the following detailed description of Srimati Radharani's footprints as given by Srila Rupa Goswami in his Sri Ujjvala Nilamani. Nilamani. So um, you should take notes because you'll be tested on this. No, just kidding. Quote, at the base of the large toe of her left foot is the mark of a barley corn. Okay, so you can picture now, Shimati Radharani has feet. Lotus feet, they're called. And these lotus feet have lotus toes. And each of the toes can be meditated upon. You may say, but they never dress Radharani, deity, in such a way that we can see her lotus feet. It's not fair. Therefore, 
Srila Rupa Goswami has revealed how we can meditate on her feet. So what is uh, under, let's see, what is under the large toe of her left foot? A barley corn. Below that mark is a disc. Below the disc is an umbrella. Below means if you would have the bottom of the feet with the, the toes facing up, so going, going, go, going toward the heel, exactly. Um, below the umbrella is a bracelet. A vertical line extends from the middle of her foot to the juncture of her large and second toes. At the base of the middle toe, base of the middle toe, okay. What is at the base of the middle toe is a lotus, all right? Below that is a flag with a banner, and below the flag is a creeper together with a flower. Uh, at the base of her small toe is an elephant goat, and upon her heel is a half moon. Thus, there are 11 marks on her left foot. That's only her left foot. Do you want to hear what's on her right foot? We've, why not, huh? Radhe, Radhe. Okay, at the base of the large toe of her right foot is not a barley corn, <laughs> but rather is a conch shell, and below that, a spear. You know what is a spear? Yeah, it's a weapon. At the base of the small toe of her right foot is a sacrificial altar. Below that, an earring, and below the earring, another spear. Along the base of the second, third, fourth, and small toes is the mark of a mountain, below which is a chariot, and on the heel is not a half moon, but a fish. Thus, altogether, there are 19 distinguishing marks on the soles of Shimati Radharani's lotus feet. Shimati Radharani's lotus feet, ki chai. Hmm. Why do we get this meditation at this point in the Bhagavatam? We, we might ask. I'm asking. Um, well, because Shimati Radharani has been introduced like a th sound of thunder. Uh, but we might ask, can we, can we back up? Can we, can we find any hints of Radharani's presence in Shastra, uh, in earlier texts? Could we find any hint of Radharani's presence in Bhagavad Gita? You may say, no. Bhagavad Gita is completely different. It's a whole different scene. Srila <laughs> Prabhupada explained 
that uh, one famous author in India, uh, Bankim Chandra Chatterjee, got it wrong. He was saying that uh, the Krishna of Vrindavan and the Krishna of the battlefield of Kurukshetra and the Krishna of Dwaraka, they're different. And Prabhupada says, no, <laughs> they are the same. So if they're the same, could it be that Radharani is somehow alluded to, even if very remotely, in the Bhagavad Gita? Well, I want to suggest, and I may be corrected about this, but I want to suggest that, Shila, that uh, Lord Krishna's mention of uh, his teaching as being secret is significant. He says, uh, toward the end of the Gita, he says, Sarvaguyatamang bhuya shinume paramang vacha ishto si me dridham iti tato makvakshami te hitam. Now, Arjuna, uh, this um, most secret speech, vachana, or vacha, that I'm giving you, uh, it is most secret, sarva guhyatamam. Guhya, guhyatara, guhyatamam. It's most secret. Well, if it's most secret, and we understand there's a great deal of confidentiality with regard to who is Srimati Radharani, then maybe uh, this is alluding to her. Um, I won't elaborate on this in the Bhagavad Gita, but I want to move further back. Srila Prabhupada, um, in a lecture on the occasion of Radhastami in 1969, made the point that Srimati Radharani is Krishna's pleasure potency. And then he quoted from the Shvetashvatara Upanishad, Natasya karyam karanam chavidyate, natatsamas chabyarikas chavidyate. And here's a literal translation of this. One cannot find in him, that is the Lord, an obligation to act, nor can one find a karanam, an organ, a, a sense with which to act, neither can one see anyone equal to him, let alone someone who surpasses him. One hears about his highest and truly diverse power which is part of his very nature and is the working of his knowledge and strength. Uh, this uh, is alluding to or speaking about the Lord's Shakti. And this is a major uh, theme for the Vaishnavas to understand that Krishna is Shaktiman and 
he is the Shaktiman of his Shakti, and he has uh, various Shaktis, varieties of Shaktis, and one of these is his Ladini Shakti. And this Ladini Shakti is none other than Srimati Radharani. Now, at this point, the tendency will be for many to say, aha, okay, we're speaking about Shakti. When we, when we think of Shakti, Shakti is energy and energies. They're always something impersonal. There's electrical energy, there's wind energy, there's a lot of talk about fossil fuel energy. And when we think about all these sorts of energies, do we think of persons? No, we just think of um, chemicals and wind and, yeah, sun, sun, sunshine, uh, heat, and so on. It's a major, major topic of uh, environmentalism today. Uh, the, the use of the, how much energy we human beings are using on our planet, depleting uh, the resources, uh, the stocks of energy, making them flow so fast uh, that questions, serious questions arise. How long can this last? But here we're talking about uh, the more fundamental understanding of energy. Energy is a person, and that person is Radharani. And Radharani is the dearmost person to Krishna. And why is she the dearmost? Because, well, one explanation she is the dearmost is because she gives pleasure, the highest pleasure to Krishna. Srila Prabhupada raised this question in the same lecture. He asked, how, how would this, the greatest person, how, what kind of enjoyment would the greatest person have? In other words, if we think of gradations of living entities, what sorts of enjoyment they have, then what would be the enjoyment of the highest, the most exalted, the supreme person? That enjoyment could only come uh, from the highest source, and that highest source uh, is Srimati Radharani. Um, so again, Srila Prabhupada says Radha is Krishna's pleasure potency. And we know this, and we say, mm-hmm, that's nice, nice philosophy, okay, that's all lots of, uh, you know, tattva you've been speaking. When are you going to get to the rasa? We want stories. <laughs> we want to hear stories about uh, Srimati Radharani. Well, um, yes, stories are there, but... Uh, what is the primordial story? That's the question. 
which relates very much to our condition and our problem, is that the Lord desires to enjoy. We desire to enjoy. Where, how do we direct our um, aims for getting enjoyment? We direct our aim for enjoyment in the wrong direction. We aim it toward Krishna's external energy. Shimati Radharani is Krishna's internal potency of pleasure, and she opens herself. Uh, she invites us to participate in the pleasure she is giving to Krishna. Um, well, but okay, let's let's reflect a little about Radha Krishna Lila. Um, this is elaborated very much by the Goswamis, and I'm actually I'm jumping ahead of myself because I wanted to re speak on the gradual revelation uh, about Radharani. Okay, let me let me back up a little bit. Um, of course, we know uh, from the verse that we have read, Anayaradito Nunam, that Radharani appears in this somewhat covered way, but also um, she appears further in the Srimad Bhagavatam, in particular uh, in the Brahmara Gita. Again, according to our Acharyas, it is Srimati Radharani who is speaking the Brahmara Gita. And what is this Brahmara Gita? It is, um, it is her speech to a bee, to a bumblebee. And through the bumblebee, she is speaking to Krishna. Krishna is absent. Or is he? Maybe he's present. Maybe he's present in the form of a bumblebee. Krishna can appear in any form he likes. So it could be that he is appearing uh, as a bumblebee. And Srimati Radharani takes it that this is what is happening. Um, could we now change uh, what we have projected there to another verse? And the verse would be Canto 10. Okay, it would be Canto 10, chapter 47, verse number 12. It's uh, the first of uh, the Brahmana Gita. Oh, uh, text 12, yes. Okay, there, very good. Sometimes technology is nice. Okay, Gopi, Gopi so um, it's one Gopi who's speaking, Gopi Uvacha. 
Madhupakitavabando Masprishangrim Sapatnya. You can repeat. Madhupakitavabando Masprishangrim Sapatnya. Kuchavilulita mala kunkumashmashubirna. Vahatu Madhupatistan manini nam prasadam. Vahatu Madhupatistan manini nam prasadam. idrik. The gopi said, O honeybee, O friend of a cheater, don't touch my feet with your whiskers, which are smeared with the kumkum that rubbed onto Krishna's garland when it was crushed by the breasts of a rival lover. Let Krishna satisfy the women of Mathura. One who sends a messenger like you will certainly be ridiculed in the Yadu's assembly. This is uh, explained again by Vishwanath Chagavari Thakur. This is an example of Prajalpa. <laughs> prajalpa? I always thought Prajalpa is what we speak most of the time when we're not chanting Hare Krishna, right? We're not supposed to speak prajalpa. Uh, this is what we're not supposed to speak? What Radharani is speaking? No, this is, uh, this is transcendental prajalpa. <laughs> uh, it's a certain kind of jalpa. There are 10 different uh, jalpas uh, which are illustrated in uh, beginning with this verse, the next 10 verses. And this is explained very nicely by uh, the commentators. You can look this up. I won't go into it now, but we may be surprised. Here is Radharani. She, she is the pleasure pot potency of Krishna. And she is speaking like this uh, to Krishna. In effect, Krishna could hear, certainly, through the bumblebee. So what kind of... Uh, what kind of speech is this, we may wonder. Um, well, I think it's helpful now, if we want to ref uh, reflect on Srimati Radharani as, mm, as Radhika, young Radhika. Um, the, the ka on the end gives a sense of being young and being sweet, and uh, there's what is going on in the pastimes of Radha and Krishna is essentially a, it's a drama, we could say. What sort of a drama? We might want to call it a melodrama. A melodrama in which, to quote Shakespeare, it's very much, much ado about nothing. Or maybe we want to revise that. Maybe we want to say it's much ado about everything that really matters. 
Uh, it, it's about pure, completely pure love, whatever that is. We can, we can't, we, how do we conceive what is love? Even Krishna has a problem conceiving what is love. As my god-brother Dhanadhar Swami puts it, God has a problem. And his problem is that he doesn't experience pure love of God. <clears throat> uh, and so he does something about this. And his doing something about this is documented in the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. And the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, we can say, is, okay, first there was some rumbling of uh, some thunder, and, and then we have, we may say, some verbal thunder of Radharani uh, scolding Krishna at a distance. Um, later, one of her prayers, she's suddenly, she sort of, uh, she's, um, how to say, she's shocked at what she has just said and she's very worried <laughs> as, as the bumblebee seems to be moving away. She says, wait, 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 no, no come back. I, I didn't mean it. <laughs> uh, so so she, uh, that, that, is, that is there. But uh, Chaitanya... Okay, so this, this is a louder rumbling, we may want to say, and then the Chaitanya Charitamrita, it's the trumpets. It's, you know, Shimati Radharani Ki Jai. And how is she appearing in the Chaitanya Charitamrita? She is appearing, actually she's appearing in extensive detailed analysis, first of all, tat tattva analysis, um, by Krishnadas Kaviraj in chapter 4 of Adi Lila, uh, as he's explaining the purpose of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance is to experience what Krishna cannot experience. So that makes the Chaitanya Charitamrita exceedingly important for us uh, to, to, to understand, to read, to contemplate, and to understand. Um, it is through Krishnadas Kaviraj's explanations, his elaborations, his descriptions of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's um, extensive, his ongoing uh, emotions of feelings of the absence uh, of Srimati Radharani. Um, there's more revelation. Uh, the Chaitanya Charitamrita, again, I'm sort of jumping ahead, because uh, Srimati Radharani is revealed, let me get this, yeah, Shimati, she is revealed historically, we can say, very significantly in the 12th to 13th century uh, by Jayadev Goswami in uh, his Gita Govinda. And the Gita Govinda is 
extremely inspirational for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And uh, the Gita Govinda is sung and also danced in uh, the Jagannath Mandir. And also, uh, Gita Govinda is sung in the um, Govinda Dev Temple in Jaipur. And I believe in so many other temples also. Uh, so Gita Govinda is where Rad, Rad, it's very much Radha and Krishna are there. So that, that's 12th, 13th century. And then we have Chaitanya Charitamrita in uh, the beginning of uh, the 17th century. Uh, and then... But before that, I'm going back and forth, before that, we have the writings of the six Goswamis. We have uh, the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu of Srila Rupa Goswami, the Ujjvala Nilamani, um, and Rupa Goswami also wrote plays in order to illustrate uh, the feelings of the relationships amongst uh, the devotees, in, especially Radha and Krishna, Rukmini uh, and Krishna in Dvaraka, and so on. Uh, but it goes further than this. Srila Raghunath Das Goswami, he writes poetry uh, glorifying specifically Srimati Radharani. And in this way, there's an unfolding, there's a, a, a sort of a gradual a revelation of the presence of Radharani. But what is the mood of the Goswamis? That, again, Srila Prabhupada would very much emphasize. Hey Radhe Rajadevi ke Chalalite, hey Nanda Suno Kuta, Kutaha, where? Where are you, O Radha and Krishna and Lalita and Vishaka and all the gopis? Where are you? Hey Rad, hey Rajadevi, ke Chalalite, hey Nanda Suno Kuta, Shi Govardhana Kalpapada Patale Kalindi Vanye Kuta, Goshantaviti Sarvato Rajapure, Kader Mahavivalo, Vande Rupa Sanatano, Raguyu Goshi Jiva Gopalako. The, the Goswamis are searching where are Radha and Krishna. They're going. Uh, to Govardhan, and they're searching, uh, they're going to the Yamuna, they're looking. That searching mood of the Go Goswamis is what we want to imbibe. We want to imbibe that sense of searching. One time I was in Vrindavan um, for, for, some, uh, for some months, uh, uh, and I was staying... Uh, very close to the Radharaman temple. And, uh, and uh, there was one young man came to uh, the place where I was staying to, to repair something. <clears throat> and he spoke a little English, and my Hindi was too much minimal, uh, but he... At one point, sort of out of the blue, he asked me in a like a challenging way, so you have seen Krishna? 
<laughs> he wanted to imply, I have seen Krishna. You are, you are not seeing Krishna, I am seeing Krishna. Also, uh, speaking of seeing Krishna, is it Krishna you want to see or is it Radha you want to see in Vrindavan? Uh, I was, while I was there, uh, it was Radhashtami. And Radhashtami in Vrindavan is, um, I think it's at least as significant, if not more, of a festival than Krishna Janmashtami. If you, here's a tip, if you're ever in Vrindavan on this, uh, on Radhashtami day, uh, who's been to Vrindavan on Radhashtami day? Yes, very <laughs> Maharaj has been there. Have you been in the Radha Damodar temple uh, when they did the Abhishek? Oh, you were in Rava. Yeah. <laughs> I can just repeat, Maharaj said he's been in Raval at that time, uh, which of course is known as the place where uh, baby Radha appears. So I was in the Radha Damodar temple and they were having Abhishek. And the Abhishek was of, because they have four sets of Radha Krishna deities from different Goswamis, um, they collect Radha Krishna deities there. Uh, so they were, but they were bathing only the Radha deities. They brought out in the front four Radha. So we had Radha times four. <laughs> and it was nice. They were uh, doing the Abhishek. And when the Abhishek was, was finished, uh, they brought them back on the altar. And then... Uh, the pujari came out with a container uh, with um, with yogurt mixed with turmeric, and he started throwing it at us. <laughs> and this is the mood of uh, Vrindavan. Uh, it's it's a it's a joyful mood, and it's a uh, it's a little bit, you know, some little bit of how to say, sweet madness, can we say, <laughs> sometimes, is there. But also, part of the madness, later in the day, was a procession, big procession through the center, the center of, uh, of Rindavan. And they, they have ratas, and they have, um, they have uh, young boys, uh, Boys only, not boy girl, but boy boy, dressed as Radha Krishna, on on these uh, ratas, and they have these horrible, horrible sounding brass bands, Indian brass bands. They got the idea. They anyway. That's don't get me started. <laughs> they got the idea from the British but they never learned to play the instruments properly. <laughs> but it's this mood is, you know, that doesn't matter. It's, it's all for, you know, Jai Radhe, 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 and everyone is happy. Why? Because uh, it's Radharani is Vrindavaneshwari. She is the actual, she's in charge in Vrindavan. 
And this brings me to a point, uh, if I have it noted here, from Srila Raghunath Das Goswami. Oh, time is passing. <clears throat> okay, uh, Raghunath Das Goswami wrote, One who has not worshipped the dust of Srimati Radharani's lotus feet has not taken shelter of Sri Vrindavan that is decorated with her footprints. We heard about Radharani's foot, feet, lotus feet, didn't we? What was underneath her left big toe? A barley corn. What was on her right heel? A fish. Very good. Okay. We won't test you further. It's your homework. You can study this. Um, has not taken shelter of Shibrindavan that is decorated with her footprints and has not conversed with the great devotees who are deeply immersed in her service. How will such a person ever relish the most mysterious, fathomless ocean of love that is Sri Krishna? Who would like to relish the most mysterious, fathomless ocean of love that is Sri Krishna? Anyone? No? Nah. We just want prasadam. Thank you. <laughs> Two or three. The rest of you are too, are too afraid to say anything, because uh, someone might see you expressing that desire, and and immediately you will get labeled sahajiya, prakrita sahajiya. Right? Yeah. There's there's the the uh, sahajiya police. <laughs> They're gonna watch for you. But it's okay. On today, at least today, we can say Radhe, 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 at least once. Okay. Um, also, uh, Raghunath Das Goswami then offers a prayer to Srimati Radhika. He says, O Radhika, to become a servant of your lotus feet is the highest position. Leaving this, I do not desire anything else. And what is meant by anything else is, he's saying, I don't want to be one of the direct uh, gopis. Uh, he says, I pay obeisance to your gopis eternally. However, please let me always remain rooted in the position of your maidservant Merely assisting the gopis, this is my request. Um, that's from the Vilapa Kusumanjali. So he's saying, I want to be a servant of your servants. Gopi Bhartu Parakamalayor Dasa Dasa Anudasa. So today is really a day for meditation on this mood uh, of. I would say this mood of 
uh, Raghunath Das Goswami is very nice. It's very nice. Now, um, I can feel that something is still missing from what I have presented so far. So I want to share with you two things which um, may help us more to appreciate who it is we're celebrating today. One of my favorite leelas uh, has to do with a particular place in Vrindavan uh, called Pili Pokhara. Sachinandan Swami will know very well what this is about, I think. Pili Pokhara, Pili means yellow, and Pokhara is a, uh, a small kunda, or not so small kunda, uh, in Vrindavan. So, one day, Durvasamuni visited Rishabhanu. Uh-oh. That's going to mean trouble. Durvasa is... Would you like it if Durvasamuni would come here? Hmm, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, uh, uh, uh. Welcome. <laughs> well, it seems that uh, the young Radhika was very expert at serving Durvasamuni while uh, he was visiting their home. So expert was she that Durvasa was so pleased with her that he gave her a blessing. So Durvasa can be trouble, but he can also give blessings. So what do you suppose the blessing would be that he would give to Radhika? That whatever she cooks will taste like nectar? And everyone who eats what she cooks will be free from disease and free from danger. That's a nice blessing, no? Well, guess who heard? Guess who found out about this blessing? Mother Yashoda found out. I want that girl to cook for my boy. And so she started making arrangements, inviting little Radhika to come and cook for her boy, for her Gopal. And this was going on. And it was all so, everything so nice. She's so, oh, she's so sweet, this girl. Wouldn't it be, actually, you know, what would be really fantastic? It would be perfect. It would be a perfect match. Let's arrange a marriage. Let's have Radha and Krishna marry. That was her idea. She cooked it up. As Radharani was cooking, she was cooking. <laughs> she was cooking a plan. And one day she, she took little Radhika aside and she, as we would say, she preached to her. And what she preached was, you know, it would really be good if you would become uh, the, um, the wife of my 
of my Gopal, you've been cooking for him, so that's you're you're actually you're showing that you are the right person, and 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 so it's it's a logical thing for you. So she was trying to set up this, you know, uh, argument. But as she was setting up the argument uh, and speaking with her, she was sort of at the same time taking some turmeric and she was holding Radharani's hands and smearing her hands with the turmeric and smiling <clears throat> and telling her, this means that now you are engaged. And little Radhika said, uh, I don't know what my mother is going to say about this. And, you know, marriage? Ah, no. I'm too young for that. I like to just go here and there and wander around freely. You know, young, young girls, they can run around. Uh, but once they're married, mm, nope. That's all over. She said, if I'm engaged, I will lose my freedom. <laughs> now, what's the tattva? Radha and Krishna are never separated. And here she is saying, I don't want to get married. I'll lose my freedom. Oh. And Yashoda continues to preach, and she says, you know, you're not a young girl anymore. You're becoming a woman. And, you know, you can only play in the dirt so long. You know, kids run around and play in the dirt. You can't, you can't do that forever. You have to take responsibility. And she says, okay, you go home and uh, you speak to your mother. And let's see what she says. Uh, but... On her way home, she met her girlfriends. And she told her what happened, and she showed, she showed the palms of her hands. Now, as you probably know, when you get turmeric smeared anywhere on you, it's kind of hard to wash off. And Radharani knew that if anyone sees the palms of her hands, they're going to immediately start spreading rumors. Ha! Radha has been engaged. Dun, 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 dun. It's going to get announced all over Brudge. Oh, who is she engaged to? This is, it's called Gramya Kata. Yes. The primordial Gramya Kata is in Vrindavan. And Krishna enjoys this Gramya Kata very much. He likes to hear. Uh, the, the Prajapa in Vrindavan. Radharani consults with her friends, what should I do? And Lalita says, well, just wash it off. Wash this haldi off, and you don't have to say anything, and the story is over. Okay, so they go to this pond, and this pond uh, that I mentioned before, which eventually becomes known as Pili, because of its yellow color, um, is where she washes her hands. And then what happens? The whole lake becomes golden 
becomes wonderful golden color. Um, and, and then she leaves, and they all leave, and they're all laughing, and, you know, that was some, okay, that's all over. <laughs> now I'm free, I'm still free, there's nothing to worry about. Hmm? Well, the plot thickens, and soon after this, Krishna comes to the same pond. He's looking for a cow, looking, looking, looking for the cow. He sees... He sees this pond and he notices, that's interesting, it's kind of yellowish. Why is this yellow sheen there? Um, um, and he, he comes closer and he looks and he sees his own reflection in the pond. Now, think of the, picture this in your mind. Krishna is looking into this pond and he's seeing his reflection. And the pond is yellow, golden color. So what is he seeing? <laughs> Goranga Radhe hesitantly being resp uh, responded. <clears throat> well, he says, mm, I look golden, but I'm dark complexion. I'm gold. Wait a minute. What is this? Hmm. And when he sees this, something happens in him. The love I am feeling, he says, is something new. Something remarkable. I no longer feel like an outsider observing this prema. Rather, it feels something uh, to me uh, to have me as its object. Only the gopis possess the sort of intense and extraordinary love I now feel. And amongst the gopis, only Srimati Radharani's love is quite this marvelous and exalted. Hmm. It must be that Radhika has empowered this lake. Empowered it with what? With her love. So what does Krishna do? He dives in. <laughs> he dives into the lake and he comes out completely golden. And in this way, he became absorbed anticipating his appearance as Goranga, 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 Goranga. Yes. So, so this is, um, again, it's something hidden, it's something being revealed over time, and then finally Lord Chaitanya will come and he will say, Naham vipronacha narapatir napi vaishona shudro naham varni nachagriapatir novanastoyatirva kintu prodyan nikila parama ananda purnam ritamde gopi bartu padakamala yor dasa dasa anudasa. I'm the servant of the servant of the servant of the master of the gopis, which means he's a servant also of the, the gopis. Now, whoops. Um, and in this mood, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, what does he do? He, 
he travels, he chants, he chants the name Krishna, but he also chants Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. The Maha Mantra begins and ends with Hare, and this Hare is a calling. It can be a calling to Hari, or it can be a calling to Hara, and Hara is Radha. And as he's traveling and as he's uh, sharing the Maha Mantra with all that he meets, he's infusing them all with this same spirit, the same spirit, and he moves them, he changes everyone's heart to uh, want to also chant Krishna's name and also Radha's name. And Lord Chaitanya also dances, and he dances in wonderful ways. And the ways that he dances may be a reminder of how Krishna with Radha and the gopis dance in the rasa dance. And that is described by Krishna Das Kaviraj uh, in uh, his uh, Govinda Lilamrita. Now, how do you describe dance? I mean, with words. This we might wonder. How to describe? Well, Krishna Das Kaviraj, you may not know, but he's a very expert Sanskritist, as well as a writer of Bengali. Chaitanya Charitamrita is, for the most part, in Bengali. But he wrote, before he wrote uh, the Chaitanya Charitamrita, he wrote the, uh, the uh, Govinda Lilamrita in Sanskrit. And he has described Krishna's dancing and also Radha's dancing. Do you want to hear how he describes? No? I know it's late. Maybe I should stop. Okay. I'll, I'll end with this. All right, let's see if I can do this. <clears throat> okay, this is Krishna's dancing. Todik dam dam kita kita kana jem tokuto dikku ade. Jem dram, jem dram, kiti 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 dam, jenku jem, jenku jem jem. Todik dam dam, drimi 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 dam, kanku jem, kanku jem dram. Agatyaivam natati saharish, charupata prabandam. That's the dancing of Krishna. Well, that was Krishna's dancing. What about Radha's dancing? We'll, we'll share that next year. No, okay, here we go. <laughs> Her dancing is similar to Krishna's. They dance so wonderfully together. She teaches, right? She's a dan dance uh, instructor. Uh, the peacocks are also instructing. All right. Dam dam trick trick chan chan ninan nan ninan nan ninam nam tuk tuk tun tun guru 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 dam dam guru dram guru dram tek tek do do 
kiriti kiriti dram, trimi dram, trimi dram. Agatyaivam muhuriha mudashri madishananartha. Hare Krishna. Shimati Radharani ki Radhashtami Mahamahotsava ki Anantakoti Vaishnavinda ki Srila Prabhupada ki Gaur Premanande So I, w I wish you a, a wonderful day today. Please um, reflect on Shimati Radharani's lotus feet. Um, and um, pray for receiving the dust of her lotus feet today. Uh, not just today, but especially today. <laughs> Maharaj, do you want to add some Microphone. comment? Thank you very much. And uh, we could definitely see a divine couple dancing in your expert uh, <laughs> rendition of the Sanskrit, which... Krishna uh, Kaviraj Goswami put to it. Uh, thank you very much. It was very, very wonderful. Uh, I, I, as as Krishna Chaitanya Maharaj said in the beginning, he expressed some trep, trepidation. That's an inner trembling, isn't it? Or, or trepidation. Uh, yeah, something like something that. A hesitation and. And uh, yes, um, this subject matter of Shimati Radharani must be approached really with the greatest respect um, so that uh, these uh, very confidential secrets become revealed. Uh, and I think you did well in, in your presentation today. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.